Welcome to A Second Chance at Life. I am your host, Arvella Beckworth. Adversity can oftentimes feel isolating, especially if you're the strong friend like me. I create this podcast to be your accountability partner and strategist, giving you the tools to build and enjoy the life of your dreams. Each week, you'll hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies that you can apply to do life over again. So whether this is your second, third, or even fourth chance, it's always a great time to start over and build better. Now, let's get to work. Welcome to a Second Chance at Life podcast. I'm your host, Arvilla Beckworth, and welcome to another episode. Now, you guys know for the entire series, we've been talking about mental health. But the one thing that we really didn't dive deep to is the healing process. How to heal, why do we feel a certain way, how long does it take people to get through their healing process. So today, I I chose to use this episode to focus more on the healing process. Let me go ahead and bring our guest on today, Miss Tiffany Bacon. Hey, Tiffany, how are you today? Hi, Arvilla. How are you? I am great. I am great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. As we talk about mental health, I know I've been watching you on uh, Instagram sharing some things about the healing process. Yes, Would sir. you mind talking, uh, telling my audience who you are and what you do? Okay. Well, hello again, everyone. I am Tiffany Bacon. I'm born and raised in Decatur, Georgia. I'm a mother of two. I'm a certified growth, life, and leadership coach, ICF affiliate, a counselor, consultant, and a two-time author of the book, She Overcame, From Brokenness to Blossoming, and co-authored, I See You by Daughters of Zion. I consider myself also to be a mental health advocate, where I have served and been certified as a mental health teacher and facilitator with NAMI Incorporated, which is the NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Health Organization. I joined approximately um, four years ago on my after my journey of being diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety to be educated and for support. However, this experience led me to giving back to that community. Um, and it has been a wonderful experience, and I really appreciate you inviting me today in order to speak about it because it's definitely needed in this time of day. Yes, it is. And I didn't know all that about you. I mean, you just rolled off some accolades that I didn't even <laughs> see in my research. <laughs> so thank you for putting that out there. Now, I love the fact, like you said, that you are mental health and you had your own struggles with PTSD and anxiety. Yes. And a lot of people don't talk about their struggles. You know, sometimes it's just that thing that you go through mm-hmm. and people don't know until you can kind of get at the other end of it. So, right. right. Um, over the last few months, I've been talking about mental health, really trying to put it in front of the black and brown community. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the symptoms, signs to recognize and how to get help. But the one thing that I really didn't get into details with is how to heal. Why is it so important for people to heal? Well, you know what? I'm sure everyone has heard the quote, hurt people, hurt people, right? Um, I believe it's important for us to heal so that we can walk in our complete wholeness and freedom, just no longer walking in that defeat, despair, or negative perspective of life. 
yet choosing to love out of a healthy place and out of a healthy version of ourselves. Um, and that is a, why it's important for us to heal. Oh, great answer. And I know people go through life holding on to their pain and trauma, right. basically not knowing what to do or where to start. Excuse yes. Me. <clears throat> How can you recognize the signs of you hurting inside, or maybe it's a child of yours or a friend of yours that's hurting? I would, what first thing I would say is I think um, our society has gotten away from being attentive and being a good listener um, and, and just seeing what the pain behind the facade that people put up. So some of the ways that you can, the signs that you can recognize is someone acting recklessly, um, if they're withdrawing from activities, um, if they're Self-harm, of course, is another one. Um, isolating from family or friends, sleeping too little or too much. And if there's no desire to talk or in, uh, interact or socialize, those are some signs that you need to recognize and seek help for these individuals. And have you ever come to a point where you may have recognized the sign and others, but they reject you or they're angry because you're pointing out something they're not ready to deal with? Yes, I actually have. And that, that is a very difficult situation. Um, but um, you just have to um, not a lot of times not push on because that, that could definitely will draw them even more, mm. but um, maybe uh, have them, go into a session, maybe if I'm, say, for instance, I'm going to uh, um, a support session. Uh -huh. If I'm going to a support session, maybe invite them um, as a, someone that just come in to hear what that in, what the community that you're a part of is saying. Maybe that will open them up to hearing and wanting to receive that help. Um, is that, that is something that I would suggest. Okay. And when you, when you think about healing, we usually like to look at the end results of what it would look like once we're finally healed. Right. But the things we don't consider is the in-between, the ugly, the hurt, the hopelessness, the setbacks, yeah. and so on. How can someone get over the bridge of hopelessness during this time? I would definitely say to remain persistent and faithful on the journey. A lot of times we do want to give up, but incorporate your fabulous five. So yeah, what is your fabulous five, right? Yes. Um, but you want to make sure that you use wisdom when you're choosing your fabulous five. So your fabulous five is your number one, not in any particular order, okay. your faith leader. Number two can be a mature and loyal family member. And, and know that this does not have to be blood relatives. Like during my journey, God sent me individuals um, that came and that were a part of my healing journey that I call family now. So it doesn't have to be blood relative. Um, number three is a therapist. Um, a lot of people want to just uh, turn away from the therapist. And I believe it was just from um, the generation before me that taught us what stays in the house. You know, you know, that that oh, yeah. type of narrative. Mm -hmm. And so nothing against that generation. But that was what they were taught. And so now we're in a situation where we need to release those things, whether it's a therapist, whether it's journaling um, or your fabulous five. Number four, a loyal friend, one that is not judgmental or critical of what you're going through, but 
allowing the where they allow you to be uh, where you can vent. They're a listening ear and they can receive and encourage you during your time. And number five, I'm going to bring up that community support group where it's with NAMI um, or another community mental health support group or mental health coach that will help you during your time of need, educating you on those principles to help you through your your over your hopelessness and the bridge of hopelessness. Okay, so the fabulous five. Okay. Yes. Now, I like that you have uh, multiple support avenues because I know sometimes we find that one person we cling on to and we load everything on them. You know, now right. the burden is on them and they're carrying weight that they weren't initially planning to carry. They was planning to be there support wise. Right. They weren't planning to carry the whole thing or are they certified to carry it? So sometimes I think we depend on mama, you know, mm-hmm. best friend or right. whoever, just one person. But to have you reiterate, to have different avenues of support system is um, the one thing that I also tell the ladies that I talk to as well. Because like you and me both being coaches, you you hear that, you know, support and community is the way to go. And I really do believe if you have a strong enough community, nine times out of 10, whatever you're going through, somebody else has been through it. Right. So somebody else has the experience. Somebody else has the ups and downs. Somebody else knows somebody that knows somebody. So right. that whole support system and just reaching out to multiple people I've seen has been probably the number one, number two reasons why I see people get over their healing process or get through it because they do have that support system of people. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And let, let me reiterate this with yes. the point of the, the therapist. I know a lot of times people say, you know, I can't afford a therapist, um, but you can. You have health insurance. If you have health insurance, there's just a copay. Um, a $15, whatever your copay is, definitely look within your health, um, your health, uh, provider, uh, and see if those, uh, benefits are available to you. But that is a way that you can afford a therapist. And for those that can't, uh, again, I really, uh, advocate for those mental health communities. They are phenomenal and they were been, uh, definitely beneficial in my life. In your book, She Overcame, From Brokenness to Blossom, Blossoming, you talk about your own personal journey with your healing. Yes. What are some of the things you were healing from? Oh, I was healing from a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like codependency. I was one that would like to, you know, I put so much emphasis on fixing others and I'm a wreck. So codependency, again, PTSD, I was going through a very difficult divorce at the time, um, trust issues from um, not just God, but they, they came from the root of not trusting my father, other relationships, so um, self-worth issues. Um, it was a lot that I was dealing with, but I'm just thankful because God, again, he just showed up and allowed those individuals that he sent to pour into my life. One has already transitioned, but I just want to give them credit for what they did for me. They poured, they encouraged, they empowered me to not give up and to continue to move forward. And they are one of the reasons why I'm still here today. So I truly appreciate them. Love it. And just hearing the things that you healed from, 
did they all hit at once or was this throughout life? I mean, how did you no. have some breaks in between to breathe and kind of? I know, right? That seems like a lot. But um, it was not all at one time. During that season, which was about four years ago, um, I started really doing a deep dive into my healing. And so it brought up things in the root of the root of why I was experiencing those those things. Just like going to a dentist. When you go get a root canal, they go and get to the root and they clean out those things. So those was things that I had to um just lay out on the table and deal with because I ran from it for so long. For oh. so long. Oh yeah. Now have you had any of those episodes where you swipped you thought you swept it under the rug, but then it showed up at yes. the un- most yes. inconvenient time. Yes, <laughs> I think we all have those those moments where you think you're over something and yep. all of a sudden someone says something and it triggers and you just blow. Yes, I've had numerous events like that. So, <laughs> yes, I was uh, on a previous episode. We was talking about that. You know, you think that you've kind of dealt with, even if you kind of got over a couple of seasons or years of healing, when you think you're there, you're like, okay, I'm healed. I feel good. I think I'm over it. And then, like you said, something triggers you. Something brings you back to that spot of, wait a minute, I remember this. And your body kind of goes into that flight or fight mode. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, what just happened? I, I thought it was through this. Right. So it been so hard. And, you know, you tell people that healing is an ongoing journey. I don't think there's ever a finish line. No, I don't know. You're always healing from something. You're always dealing with something. I believe that's just the healing journey. Um, and I had to learn that. I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing that um, I can say we all can attest to is that, you know, right. everybody wants to get to that end zone. Mm-hmm. But I believe that our healing, just like life lessons, they teach us something. You know, yeah. they teach us mm-hmm. something that we've missed, something that we try to sweep under the rug. But then I noticed that even for me, it revealed some things in my character, some things that were inside of me that, you know, I didn't know that I could do with, you know, some things that I really had to fight through. I didn't think I had the strength to do it, you know, and Mm -hmm. to go through some of the things that I've been through. I'm like, wow, I look back at it. I'm like, I did that. I had the strength to get through that, you know, so to look back, I mean, if I can tell anybody anything listening, you know, when it comes to healing, understand that. Like Tiffany said, it's a journey. It, it's going to be ongoing. There's never going to be a finish line. I believe that we do heal from certain things and we become better at dealing with them, making us better, you know, mm-hmm. better advocates. Of healing. Yes. But then as time goes, you know, I see some people that like say your book, I mean, there's hopelessness. People give up. They right. don't see the results right away. So they're like, well, why even keep trying? You know, if I'm going to keep getting in these bad relationships if mm-hmm. these men are going to keep doing this. If I'm going to keep, you know, being depressed and anxiety, why I'm going to get over it. Correct. And that's why I love how you talked about, even though you went through a multitude of things, you still kept pushing. You step, still kept going. Yep. At any time, were your kids a big part of your healing journey? Oh, yes. I give credit to my kids. Like, I did not know the strength that they uh, have. And they, a lot of times when I would, um, you know, as mothers, we try not to cry in front of our kids. We try Mm -hmm. not to show them that vulnerable side. Um, But my kids saw through it. Mm. There was nothing that I could hide. It was like they knew 
when I was not having a good day and they would pull me out of it. So, yes, my kids have been phenomenal and I, I truly appreciate them as well. And depending on what you've gone through, everyone's timeline for healing will be different. Yes. How does someone know when they're finally healed from that particular hurt? Well, you'll know when someone uh, can talk about the situation and the pain is no longer there. Um, when they're practicing forgiveness and towards themselves and others, that's that's the beginning. Um, when you start to stand up for yourself, um, mm -hmm. for those that's been abused like I have, um, when you start to create those boundaries mm -hmm. and implement them, you know that you're on the right track. When you can share your stories with others and when you can engage in healthy habits more consistently, I think those are sure um, ways to tell that you are going in the right direction on your healing journey. And I know for me to finally start healing, uh, I had to take accountability, that stop happened. holding it in, <laughs> letting it out, accepting that I couldn't change some things. Could you give us some tips on how to let go of our past hurts? Um, I would say to make sure that we acknowledge the event. We have to acknowledge that it happened. If not, we're going to remain in denial and it's, it's just going to leave you there. You're just going to be in a place of stuck. Um, do the work. It is hard work. It takes, it's a, a daily, uh, it's something that you need to do daily. Okay. Be consistent in it. Some days you want to throw in a towel, but you have to tell yourself, I can do this. I can do it. Let let you know. Remember, keep your fabulous five around you on days that you can't you feel as though you can't do it. Um, engage in self-care um, with setting boundaries again and prioritizing our needs is most important. Showing compassion. A lot of times when we have been through things, we have that shame, that guilt. Um, know that you were where you were when you were, you know, at that mm -hmm. time, you didn't know. The choices that you made were out of your own experiences. And so be compassionate and when you along your journey, you will get there. And just with that, then you'll start making the choice to love, to heal, to forgive and to move forward. Most importantly, that forgiveness piece, because I feel as though a lot of times um, we hold on. We don't want to forgive ourselves um, or we have difficult moving forward because the other person haven't said, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not allowing that other person to have the power over me. I'm going to forgive, forgive myself for the choices that I made, take responsibility and accountability for what I allow or did not allow and move forward again with choosing to love, heal, forgive and move forward in your new journey on your healing journey. I love how you talked about uh, looking for forgiveness from that other person. Right. Because sometimes that's the one thing that can hold us back because you want them to finally say, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I messed up, I did this. But what if you never get that apology? <sighs> Do you stay on stuck? And I tell the ladies that I work with, get write a letter to them. Even, whether you give it to them or not, Write that letter very detailed with the pain, the tears, the hurt, mm -hmm. how you felt at that moment. Now, whether you give it to them or not, it's up to you. You could actually burn it, throw it away or give it to them. But release that from you, because like you said, they moved on. 
You know, right. or do they even know that they hurt you? Right. That, you Right there. They may not have known in the place that they were in that they've hurt you. And so when you said, how do you, um, if the person haven't said, sorry, how do you get past that? Um, just that. Do something that will symbol you releasing it out of your, from yourself, out of your mind, your emotions. So whether that's writing a letter, some people burn it, what, whatever that takes for you to get it out, release them. Because the as long as you keep what they did to you in your spirit, it's going to hinder you from moving forward and all the things that is trying to locate you. Yes. And so we don't want to, you know, definitely it's 2023. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're, we're doing the work and yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult, but when you get on the other side, I remember one of my, uh, my um, fabulous five, um, they were telling me at the time I was crying. I, I just didn't understand why I was going through. Oh my God. Why am I going through this? Like, I can't, like, it was days where I, I wanted to give up. Like I was in a deep depression. Like I just, I just could not, but they told me, they encouraged me and said, when you get on the other side of this, you will be laughing at the experience that you had to go through. And when I tell you last year, um, I was talking to one of them and I just bust out laughing. And they was like, oh, mm -hmm. what are you laughing about? I said, I remember the time when I was in so much defeat where I felt like I could not um, get out of it. And I'm out of it. And it's taught me lessons. It's allowed me to encourage others. Um, it's it's given me a platform to help um, women and girls to heal, to empower them, to um, just allow them to see them, themselves as the beautiful individual that God has created us to be. And I didn't see that then. But we all have purpose. All things work together for our good. And we just have to remind ourselves that we will get through it. We will get through it if we're persistent and faithful to the journey. I love how you talked about you laughed yeah. at the other end. You know, <laughs> yes, I know you was crying and was going through some things. Right. But at the other end, yes, laughter came. And so much joy. Yes. So much joy. Yeah, it, it, it's enriching. And I think no one never wants to be hurt or in going through something. But when right. you see the 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 end of it, you know, when you see what you had to go through and what it birthed, you know, like you say, it, it birthed new purposes for you. You know, you are now giving back to women and girls in your area where me, the same thing. Like I said, we've both right. been through abuse. I give back on the podcast by saying the second chance at life. Just because you've been through something, had some mistakes, you can always go back and see, you know, reflect on what happened, but then yeah. change the direction. You got a new mm -hmm. opportunity to do it right the second time around or right. the 50th or the million time. God never told us we only get one chance to do life right. That part. I so it's like, it. yes. So the lessons we learn, the things that we have to go through, use them as just that lessons yes. and things you go through. Don't think that that is your final sentence in life. Like this yes. is it. Nothing else is going to No, I think we mm -hmm. all go through something to put us on another level. Yes. And of course, and when you hit on that level, then you got another level. 
Right. Then another one. So you, oh. life, you keep going. Woo, yes. Like it's, it never ends. Like you get to one part of your healing and then you, God reveals something else and you have to go and, 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 and go deeper into where he reveals to you. So it's a never ending journey, but it's so worth it. Worth it. Yes. Like you said, we have the opportunity to pour into other individuals so they will recognize just just all the beautiful things on this side. Yes. When you when you make that choice, it's just it's beautiful. And the joy that comes with it is indescribable. And let's talk about your community. Girls Be Healed. How did that come about? Um, Girl Be Healed came about when I noticed there were so many women and girls trying to heal in isolation. Um, I was one um, about 10 years or so ago. I remember, I'll tell this short story. Um, I remember I was in depression and I probably came out, it was probably about a year or so later. um, And I finally got up with one of my friends at the time. And she was like, girl, how you been? I ain't heard from you in so long. Uh, But, you know, I know when I don't hear from you, something going on. So I just, you know, let you stay over there and I'm going to stay over here. And I was like, hmm. I was having suicidal thoughts at that time. Mm. I was in a very difficult place. So I just want to create a community, form a safe place for these individuals to feel that they are welcome, that they are supported, empowered, educated, and encouraged. Girl Be Heal is a movement for women to embrace their healing process, which includes, again, support and empowerment, encouragement, and tools to assist them along the healing journey. And it's just that. I just, out of that experience of knowing that there was individuals that they knew that something was going on, but did not reach out. I wanted to create a community where it's safe and we just come together and, and and empower and be there for each other through those difficult times. Because um, a lot of times when we're healing and we dealing with mental illnesses, we go through those isolation periods. We don't want to be bothered with anybody. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't not, you know, but Mm -hmm evil thoughts are consistently playing in our heads. And if we continue continuously to isolate, God gave us relationship. So we need to be surrounded around, we need to be surrounded around good, faithful people, mature people Mm -hmm. and loyal people. I do, I do believe that that's not going to look down on you or criticize you for what you're experiencing, but be a lending hand. And I know, um, when I read Girl Be Healed, I was like, that's the one thing that a lot of communities are missing, whether it's black, brown, white, whatever color it is. Mm-hmm. We don't have those a lot of safe spaces where somebody can go and say, you know what? I need a place that I can just relinquish whatever I got going on right. and not be judged. No matter what it, what, no, no matter what I've been through, right. I've got a safe space. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that you have that. And I wish more of our schools would allow like people like you and me to go into the schools and start reaching these girls younger because these right. young girls are dealing with stuff that we've never dealt with exactly. at our age. You know, they're seeing mm-hmm. things sooner. They're uh, dealing with things. Social media is up and up in everybody's face. So they're able right. to access it like that. So mm-hmm. what if coaches like us 
can get in these schools and bring communities like Girl Be Healed into middle school and high school, you know what I'm saying? And second chance at life in middle school and high school and actually reach these girls before they get into the world and get transformed by the world when we can start transforming their their now. now their, that stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Right. Right. Get into I, that position. I definitely agree. Um, that is something that I have been definitely praying about in direction. So it's, it's, it's crazy that you mentioned that. So confirmation um, that because <laughs> that's a direction I was definitely yeah. thinking about um, because we, these girls are dealing with a lot of stuff. No mm -hmm. one is talking about it. You know, the schools just want to, you know, pad them or suppress it or not right. deal with it. And, and it's not really it's their job. But at the same time, they're exhausted as well. So right. um, allow these opportunities for coaches and other entrepreneurs to come in to really pour into these girls. And so we can change a generation. Yes. That's what it's about. That's exactly what it's about. And think about it. If as we talk about healing, if their mom is not healed, how does that young lady go to her mom and say what she's going through? If the mom right. is still not healed and the schools are exhausted, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have a young generation of people self-medicating themselves with their own coping mechanisms on oh, how to deal with things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, ma'am. Been there, done that. I self-medicated myself for numerous years. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I agree that um, this is something that definitely needs to be um, um, taken. I mean, even if it has to go to the legislation, to, to our states and, and make sure that this is an important topic and mm -hmm. um and and ways that open up doors so that we can you know influence and have this type of platform for girls because it is so needed and for the it's, it would be difficult yes. um, and, and impossible for a young lady a girl to go to their mom about certain things when their mom is already self-medicating or dealing with a certain issue. So this young girl is either bottling that, that all those emotions up, yeah. um, been there, or they are getting into drugs or gangs or whatever their outlet is to release it. And, and we want to stop that narrative. Yes. We want to get in front of it and be proactive. If we start with the mom, the women in the community, and let it trickle down to the kids, the schools, the community. I think we all as one can really do something about it. But as long as we're saying whatever stays in this house, stays mm -hmm. in this house, or right. I'm okay and don't want to deal with it, we have another generation coming up behind us with the same issue. You know, so that's why I thought this this particular topic on how to heal is so important. Because if if nobody hears nothing else we said knowing that healing is the ultimate goal, no matter what you're going through, right? whether you're embarrassed, whether you're ashamed, don't be, because we all go through it. Nobody's immune from this thing called life and hurt and pain. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, you know, with that being said, ladies, please, please reach out to either uh, coach Tiffany, myself, a therapist, your local pastor, school community, whatever. Hear what we're saying. Healing is a process, it's a journey, but you need to heal. Don't keep that thing that happened back when you were a child bottled up any longer. Don't have that thing that that man took you through years on end, still bottled up, and now the anger is passed down to your child. This is the time to say, hey, this year, 2023, I'm about healing. 
I'm about taking care of myself better. I'm about learning myself, about self-reflection and really use this year to know what you need. What what are you lacking in this season? Is is it, you know, taking care of your body? Is a community? Maybe you're a person that Tiffany said is always isolated. And this year you want to be around other people to mm-hmm. get involved, to experience the love that people receive when they are on their healing journey. Only you know what you need in this moment. And if you don't know, feel free to reach out to either one of us. I'll have Tiffany's information in the show notes. But don't do this thing, this thing called life alone. Because it can become very cold. It can become very dangerous, very isolating if you deal with it internally. So yes, that's the one thing I wanted to say. And lastly, before we leave, Tiffany, please tell my audience where they can connect with you and what you got going on. Um, you can definitely connect with me at www.tiffanybacon.com. Um, I also, uh, you can... Uh, Look at me up on my link tree as Tiffany underscore speaks and all of my information is there. I have a couple events coming up. Love thyself encounter um, and February 2nd and February 9th. You can register for that as well. That is on um, Eventbrite as well as on my website and positioning to bloom, which will be on March 17th. I'm at March 16th and more information will be provided, but you can also just look out on my, my, um, my website, you can subscribe so you can receive all of these fabulous tips and events that I have going on. You can also, uh, um, find my book on amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. So I'll just be on the lookout for those. Um, and that's all I have. I just want to thank you, Arvilla, for definitely um, inviting me to be on your podcast on today. I really had a lot of fun um, and was able to talk about some great, important topics that is so needed. And I look forward to truly connecting with you on another level. I really do. Yes. We have a lot of similarities and I look mm-hmm. forward to that. I do. No, thank you for one, for coming on and sharing your story, because I know how it is when you're transparent, revealing stuff. Right. But thank you that you're healed enough that you're able to come on. So I appreciate it. Like I said, I've been watching you on social media and I've been seeing you talk about it. You know, those few seconds of healing, you know, with healing and trauma. And I'm like, that's the one thing I didn't talk about. Yeah. And this whole podcast was healing. So yeah. thank you for sharing your story. And I really do appreciate it. And I do look forward to doing more things with you yes. in the near future that we can really not talk about, it, but really do something about helping our community heal. Correct. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. All right. Well, ladies, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure that you have subscribed to um, our channel, follow us on our platforms. And if you have not caught up to the past episodes, please take some time and go back. I've got about 18 other episodes before Tiffany that were really just talking about different areas of mental health and how to heal from it and how to recognize recognize it. But most of all, we just want to make sure you guys have the resources and be educated with the things that you need. So until next time, you guys have a great week. Bye, ladies. Thank you for listening to a Second Chance at Life podcast. If this episode hasn't inspired you in any way and you believe that someone can use it, make sure you share this episode. And if you have not already subscribed to this podcast, hit the subscribe button so that you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. Until next time, have a great week.